0: I also don't know how long a second is, so I'm like looking at it, and it looks like it's moving really fast, but I put my timer on last time while we were talking, and I was like, oh wow, a second really is that fast.
1: Yeah, a second is one sixtieth of a minute.
0: That's really hard and abstract when you think about it.
1: <laughs> is that why? I heard an episode recently that w- that was clicking and popping. Yeah, that it was this, one of our mini episodes. hmm Okay. I was, <laughs> was going to ask you about that. it yeah. was
2: my joints. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, it was Cassie's jaw. She does it every 3 seconds now. So, if you no. ever hear an episode that sounds like that, it's just Cassie's jaw. Um, I was listening to NPR and I listened to this, I found a classical station. And so I like to listen mm-hmm. to that now cuz I'm so fucking tired of listening to people talk all the goddamn time. Um, but they had some sort of thing playing where they said that there was going to be a piano duel at like chrysler hall or something which is one of our local venues mm-hmm. and they were gonna have these two pianist guys go in there and then the crowd would decide like which <gasps> is one is i don't know but i heard about it. i was like what the fuck they're still doing this stuff like that's cool we just talked about it uh but yeah piano duels are still alive and well and maybe we should go to one it I'm, might be fun
2: i've been to a like a dueling piano bar in seattle but that was okay
1: oh they do have those yeah,
2: we I'm... could go to Mart Mart's artwork. That
0: sounds you know? fun. What is it?
2: Uh, March ninth. Oh when... no! No, what is it? Oh, can you say Mozart's it? Requiem?
0: Oh, that sounds cool. All right, um... now we're getting into classical music. How fun! And so today's mini episode, I have a silent piece. You would think that we are going to talk about, but also I want to discuss this because last week, I think we've talked about breaking in the house before. You and I, Jake. I, I think we've mentioned it on the show and I had to, I locked myself out of the front door like as soon as I got home yester week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I had just gotten home and then I immediately locked myself out. So I had to climb in through the bathroom window. Beatles song. And um, I haven't done that since I was in college. And I have bruises from it on my arm and my hand. And I don't know. As I was climbing in through the window, you were like, don't put your weight on the shower curtain railing thing because mm-hmm. it'll fall and i got up there like the window was fucking tiny and oh like, yeah and i'm too short and then i finally was able to like pull myself through it and then i was just hanging there and i was like what the fuck am i supposed to do now i can't grab on to anything <laughs> so i try to like pull my feet through so i'm like perched on this window and my ass is like stuck in it and i was like what do i do now <laughs> <laughs> um so it was really fucking difficult and as i was sitting there and i was like i'm gonna face plant into the tub and die I thought to myself, how the fuck did Jake ever do this? You said you climbed in through that window before?
1: I've had to on a couple occasions, It yes. is so
0: fucking small. Your shoulders? Oh, yeah. I mean, how did you get in?
1: Sideways. Uh, I'm, I'm used to getting up under dashboards and shit, so.
2: Jake is a contortionist, and he didn't tell you. Yeah. I've never seen him stretch. Well, you don't have to when you just, what is it, like ectoplasm into <laughs> spaces? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I just it was really fucking difficult to get in through that window and I yeah. just can't imagine without putting your weight on the
1: Well, you can Did you, you can, do that
0: and then you fell or like No,
1: you can you can hold on to it and just to kind of steady yourself, but you if don't. you put any kind of weight on those things, they're they're just gonna come right off the wall. There's if no you go
0: like face first, it's really hard to get your feet under you.
1: Like I, I, probably, I probably I probably just no 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 I didn't go feet first. I just kinda crawled in far enough to where I was able to kind of like cantilever over and put my arm out and grab the tub and then just kind of come in the rest of the way it is awfully high it's high up on the outside and then it's even it's high it's, up, it's high up when you get inside. on the inside too so
0: i was like i can't even reach the bottom unless i put my hand on something anyways it was really difficult yeah and it's not uh, easy but next time i'm just gonna walk around the neighborhood until somebody can <laughs> let me in the house because <laughs> that was fucking terrible
1: anyway
2: what yeah. does that have to do with anything? It doesn't. Oh. I just
0: thought of it and I was like, I haven't really seen or talked to Jake in a while, so. Wow. You know, we're doing stuff. I had a concert this week. I went and saw Soulfly, which was
2: really cool. Do they have that Butterfly song? No.
0: You're talking about Crazy Town.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sugar, baby. That one.
0: Yeah, that's Crazy Town. Okay. Soulfly is like a Brazilian metal band. They have the guys from several
1: Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah.
0: So anyways, on to today's story, uh, which is classically... It's related. I, I had to compile a few different ones because I read a, a few different articles and some of them were really short, but they had good information. And then after I copied and pasted all this shit from different articles, I forgot to say where they all came from but wikipedia is one of them i know that for a fact
2: Uh, the internet
0: yes if you search this on google you will probably find the (laughs) sources that these came from um jake you can introduce and and you know what fuck it should you read this one
1: i i don't know should i
0: yeah fuck it
1: uh well welcome to the show everybody this is death by music podcast i am jake as you may have heard i'm here with cassie and alex this is a mini episode on something (laughs) with no sources with no (laughs) sources I'm sorry
0: but yeah this is about uh, composer John Cage's silent composition it's called 433 um, and he was alive from 1912 to 1992 so this isn't like some what do they call them not ancient but classical yes classical (laughs) composer he's not from like the 1500s he's from the 1900s Hmm. like like the three of us, are also from oh the, no, the 1900s.
2: <laughs> almost hundred years. <laughs> well, Jake, Jake, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah,
1: <laughs> close enough. It's four thirty-three. Uh, is a three movement composition by American experimental composer John Cage. It was composed in nineteen fifty-two for any instrument or combination of instruments, and the score instructs performers not to play their instruments during the entire duration of the piece throughout the three movements. Ugh. What
0: it sounds like your kind of performance, Jake. The score, it's silent. So you don't play. They don't do anything. It's
2: it's
1: for four minutes and thirty three seconds.
0: Yeah, you just shut the fuck up for a minute.
2: No, four minutes a, and thirty three seconds. I think it's a
0: great idea. <laughs> I love
2: it. Do they put it at the beginning of an entire like show? Imagine paying money, your poor little squabble coins. <laughs>
0: Oh, they play other music, too, around it, I'm sure. I mean, they're not just going to be like, come watch our four-minute and 33-second performance and then not do anything, and That's then leave. That's what like, I'm saying, so obviously
2: they wouldn't start the performance with this piece. I
0: think that would be a great way to start. It would be incredibly awkward. But I don't think you could start with that, because...
1: No, you, you put it in the middle. It, people would it's just keep it.
0: talking because they would think it hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you put it in the middle and, and make everybody think it's an intermission. And then is, they get up and leave, and then all of a sudden there's another song playing or something.
2: Is there a conductor? And is he doing nothing? He better be. <laughs> I mean, I would think four, so. 4
1: time signatures up there swinging his wand around. <laughs> yeah, he fucking better. Yeah.
0: That would be funny. Swinging his wand You gotta, gotta wand. keep time.
1: Uh, the piece consists of the sounds of the environment that the listeners hear while it is performed, uh, although it is commonly perceived as four minutes, 33 seconds of silence. The title of the piece refers to the total length in minutes and seconds of a given performance uh 4 minutes 33 seconds total or being the total length of the first public performance. So
0: it, but they're saying hmm. it can be a different time each time it's performed, but the first time it was was 4 minutes
2: 33.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right.
2: I wish I would have thought about that when I had all those theory classes that were they were like write a write a composition.
1: It's like those artists that turn in a a, a blank canvas or they just paint it white It's, and it's like, "Oh, this is Goalsy. art." Yeah. Goalsy. Yeah, I mean, technically,
0: art's a concept. I feel like this guy was a prick. I heard, I heard he was pretty cool. From who? It, from the I read okay. I read that he was pretty cool.
1: In the late 1940s, John Cage visited the anechoic chamber at Harvard University. Uh, and anechoic chamber is a room designed in such a way that the walls, ceiling, and floor will absorb all sounds made in the room, rather than bouncing them back as echoes. I've seen those before. The they had, I think they actually used them on a episode or two of uh, mythbusters they're yeah. trying to see if a duck's quack echoed or something i think they used that room huh i don't remember
0: that's interesting and also they must have used it when didn't they do the thing where the opera singer tries to break a glass
1: yeah there's that too i don't just know just with their voice yeah i don't know if they used that room but that might have been one of the yeah, instances like that they did
0: totally sound deadening room mm-hmm. is that
2: the one that Creepy. you can't sit in for longer than like there's like a chamber that nobody can sit in there longer than like 20 minutes without going insane, because it's so quiet. I would
0: like to try. Oh. Yeah. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I'll pull I it don't up. have the answer to that Keep question.
2: Reading.
1: So uh, they are also generally extremely soundproof. Uh, anechoic chambers are widely used for measuring the acoustic properties of instruments and microphones, and for uh, and for performing psychoacoustic experiments. There you go. That's probably what you're talking about uh cage entered the chamber expecting to hear silence but as he wrote later he quote heard two sounds one high and one low that's his tinnitus uh, <laughs> when i described them to the engineer in charge he informed me that the high one was my nervous system in operation the low one uh my blood in circulation well that's interesting that's crazy uh and it, quote until i die there will be sounds and they will continue following my death Uh, One need not fear about the future of music. The realization, as he saw it, of the impossibility of silence led to the composition of 4 minutes 33 seconds. Most music is trivialized by attempts to describe it. The melody is announced by the flutes, and so on and so forth. That's not the problem with 4 minutes 33 seconds. Here's how... One performance went. A tuxedoed performer came on stage, sat at a grand piano, opened the lid, occasionally turned some music pages, but otherwise sat as quietly as possible for four minutes and 33 seconds. Then Rose bowed and left, or bowed. Bowed? Bowed. bowed. <laughs> he, Not bowed. bowed. Yeah. he
0: bowed his legs, he said, giddy-up, yee-haw, partner, and then he galloped off the stage. <laughs> that,
1: that would have been great, yes. Uh... And that was it. He just left. Didn't do any, actually do anything. <laughs> I
0: love it. It's like trolling people. It's so funny. I think this is great. Yeah, I would love to sit there in awkward silence with like an auditorium full of people and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on?
1: <laughs> Although often described as a silent piece for, I keep wanting to say four foot 33. You can say 4'33". 4'33". <laughs> Uh, isn't silent at all. While the performer makes as little sound as possible, Cage breaks traditional boundaries by shifting attention from the stage to the audience and and even beyond the concert hall. You soon become aware of a huge amount of sound ranging from the mundane to the profound, from the expected to the surprising, from the intimate to the cosmic, shifting in seats, rifling programs to see what in the world is going on, breathing, the air conditioning, a creaky door, passing traffic, an airplane... Ringing in your ears, uh, a recaptured memory. This is a deeply personal music uh, which each witness creates to his or her own reactions to life. Concerts and records standardize our responses, but no two people will ever hear 433 the same way. It's the ultimate sing-along. The audience and the world becomes the performer.
2: The last thing I want to hear is other people breathing.
1: Uh, Let's tackle a few obvious questions. Is this music? Sure it is. (laughs) Uh, Each sound has a distinct tone, duration, rhythm, and timbre. It's
2: like jazz.
1: Mm. Uh, Couldn't a three-year-old have written this piece? Perhaps. But did he? Did you? Cassie, did you?
0: The point of 433
1: is... Uh, And the appeal of most avant-garde stuff is that, unlike most music, it presents an open process, rather than an uh, attempt to realize a composer's prescribed directives to achieve a specific intended result. It's an invitation, not a command. And yet, few people genuinely listen to uh, modern classical music. And here I don't mean mainstream derivative stuff, but real cutting-edge avant-garde. He's like the Yoko Ono of composers.
0: Well, no, because then he would have <laughs> be people screaming noises. and being fucking Chuck obnoxious. Berry.
1: <laughs> Chuck Berry would be very pissed off. <laughs> was that the video we watched? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, it was John Lennon and, and Chuck Berry and Yoko Ono was over or, there.
0: Yeah, that was it. They were all performing. Have you seen this video?
2: before? Oh, where she was like screaming. Yeah, yeah. They're, okay. they're just
0: yeah. performing a nice song that sounds nice, and then as soon as they let her do stuff, she's like, I don't and then think they she like cut her microphone to. off.
1: She, she was, like, sitting there with some, a little drum or something, and then she picked the mic up and went, and, and Chuck Berry's just like,
0: the fuck going on here?
1: Yeah. Often the concept turns out to be far more interesting than its execution. Once you acknowledge the basic scheme, you really don't uh, want to have to sit through it. 433 is one of the very few pieces that has the opposite appeal. Its idea sounds simplistic and even stupid, but the performances are fascinating since they involve each listener so fully and intimately. And it's over before you can get bored or uncomfortable.
0: Not true. I get uncomfortable in approximately five seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, that would be dependent on the person that you're asking. So um, yeah, the, what I was talking about earlier was the anechoic chamber. That's it. There, yeah. There's one in Minnesota. And it's so quiet that the largest anybody or the largest, <laughs> the largest anybody, the longest anybody has been able to sit in there. has been 45 minutes. Um, the room is so silent that the background noise measured is actually negative decibels.
0: What? It's How's negative 9.4.
2: There's no sound. Um, How can you have negative sound? Imagine. And only hearing your thoughts and then like the lights buzzing.
0: I don't know. I think it. Do you have to be quiet while you're in there? I mean, what's the rules for the breaking the record here?
2: I don't know. I will get there. It says, we challenge people to sit in the chamber in the dark. One person stayed in there for 45 minutes. So when it's quiet, ears will adapt. The quieter the room, the more things you hear. You'll hear your heart beating. Your, you can hear your lungs, your stomach gurgling. Cool. And you become the sound. It isn't for torturing people. The companies test their products in it to find out just how loud they are. So NASA has sent astronauts in there to help them adapt to the silence of space. Cool. Um, The room is deeply disorienting. Not only do people hear their heartbeat, but they have trouble orienting themselves and even standing in the room um this is a quote says how you orient yourself is through the sounds you hear when you walk in the anechoic chamber you don't have any cues you take away the perceptual cues that allow you to balance and maneuver if you're in there for in half an hour you'll have to be in a chair
1: that's so
0: fucking wild i really want
2: to go in
1: one so what do deaf people do how well, do they walk
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, got, have, they have the sticks you know they have yeah they have
1: walking that's sticks blind there. people
2: Oh, <laughs> god! Deaf damn it! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Deaf people can feel though, like the the vibrations of things. Yeah, that you would be able to feel. But if you were in a room that was completely silent, that you could feel your heart beating. You could probably feel, you know, That's up here sometimes.
1: I'm, I'm I'm curious about that now. I wonder if they've done any. You want to put a deaf that. person
2: in in a chamber that has no sound. Well, I think didn't they
0: say they also? What turn if the they l- could hear in there? Hold sorry, on. they <laughs> also said that they turned the lights off. Uh, right? Yeah, they because so you'll, you'll, you'll be
1: able to hear the light.
0: That's why. True, but that's why it would be disorienting. Deaf people, yeah, aren't also blind. I think the whole lights off and silence thing. What about Helen Keller? <laughs> I don't know how did she stand.
1: I don't know how
0: did she orient herself. It seems I don't know. They can feel vibrations,
2: and she could talk. Maybe there aren't really <laughs>
0: vibrations in there because of the
2: foam. It's negative decibels, so you wouldn't be able to feel anything except your own self. Yeah. So I,
1: if you're, it just sounds. If surreal. you're missing a sense, it you, it it's it's basically a a, a sensory what are they sensory deprivation have you been Deborah- in one of those those are crazy no.
2: how is wish not that it's not the same thing so because well the ones that we did when I went to Colorado there was one that they put you in a tank with like water water yeah cool and they put so much salt that you float you did that yeah Whoa. it was really cool but I could not turn the lights off because I was so scared <laughs> um i'm a child how long did you do it for it was an hour
0: whoa so
2: they have the option where you can sit in total darkness or and then you get like obviously like eye covers and ear you have to put things in your ear because you can't have that salt going into your head um yeah it seems
0: like a bad idea yeah
2: um but they also have where you can put on lights and like a sound just so it doesn't you know because some people do not thrive well in quiet space i didn't have the sound on but i had like there was like a blue light and i thought it would look really cool if they did that it looked like a good spot for a music video because you're just floating yeah you just i mean you can't spin because it's the size of a tub but it's a little bit larger so it's not like you could just do like
0: so did you feel like you were tripping balls um
2: you can see things it's not, for me i mean if you would have taken like an edible or something i'm sure but
0: why would you assume that I would ever do any sort of
2: drug? I'm saying in general, if you take or smoke, whatever, you can do whatever. It's Colorado, whatever. Okay, okay.
0: okay. But Oh, that's um, why you were assuming. Right. When in Rome. When right. in
2: Colorado. you You're so <laughs> <laughs> So we didn't do that, obviously, because I was afraid I would have died in this, <laughs> in this chamber. Because I'm thinking you go in there. Too high to s- float? <laughs> they are like, oh, you open the, the door, and the door looks like something that would be on a ship. DeLorean? No. Oh. Like it was very thick metal and oh
0: you're like in there okay that sounds scary. so I was like what
2: do you mean tank like I thought but it, when you open it up it just looks like kind of a tub with all the shower walls and that's so true. yeah it's crazy it was really what? fun and it really like you get really relaxed in there but this room
0: would you maybe would shit yourself in there <laughs>
2: do you I, think they ever have to clean shit up out of there probably I I didn't have to I don't know don't drink the salt water. <laughs> do you think they switch out the water between they each? They do. P- it okay. empties
0: every time. Okay, so if you did shit yourself, it would be all right. I'm I didn't. I don't know a, why you're bringing this I'm up. You sound like friend. you have bowel <laughs>
2: problems. I think you should see a doctor. <laughs>
0: hmm. um, well, that
2: sounds really fucking cool. Yeah, it was fun. I recommend it. It's,
0: on my way. Sign me up. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. I would definitely put some music on, though. Jake, would you do it? Would you do it oh, in yeah. the dark?
1: Yeah, no, I I try it out. I'd probably end up falling asleep.
0: Yeah, I bet yeah, you could. People do.
1: I fell asleep in an MRI.
0: What? <laughs> You're not supposed to do that.
1: <laughs> no, and then they had to start over because I twitched. <laughs> oh
0: my god, that sucks. Yeah, that's such yeah, a long those, ass the, time that you spend in that little fucking tube. I was
1: in it for 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, and
1: that's about. Yeah, I. It, they're loud too. I don't know if you've ever. If, if yeah, you, I had one a couple years one. ago. Yeah, because
0: I had migraines.
1: They're they're very loud, and they give you headphones and uh the person running the machine was like all right uh just tell me when to stop turning the music up and i was like keep going keep going and she's like oh, okay she, and she's
0: about to like capture your hearing damage yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so I, I i'm just sitting in there she had the i forget what it was one of the radio stations yeah. or something i'm just listening to music the machine's going and i i just fell asleep and she uh, the person came up over the thing she's like did you fall asleep in there i was like yeah it's like we got to start over because you messed up the image i'm like oh crap
0: oh that sucks
1: (laughs) but yeah i I came out and she's like i like had that music cranked are you okay i'm like yeah i'm fine
0: (laughs) do i look like i listen to music quietly (laughs) come on man all right well i would like to try one of those chambers but i would not like to try another mri that shit sucked this has been a very interesting episode, and I did not expect it to go in that direction. <laughs> but I'm happy it did, because now I know. We know things. We have to float, and we also have to go. Um, Thanks for listening to this mini-episode. Rest in peace. Oh my god, Julie.
2: Bye! Later. human <laughs> <laughs> so oh, screaming. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: My music podcast is written and produced by Victoria Motler, Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.